Welcome back, everybody, to the Toro Cigar Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Mike Glover, a.k.a. 757 Cigar Mike. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss today's show, especially if you're a new cigar smoker. Today, we're talking about conversations in a cigar lounge, how to start one, how to continue one, how to make friends. Stay with us. We'll be right back for the cut and light. In a world desperate to separate us by our differences, there's still a place where you can go where all are welcome. The Cigar Lounge. Welcome to the Toro Cigar Lounge Podcast. And we're back. So, we're going to get right into it with a cut and light. I am going to be smoking today a Warfighter Oscuro Maduro. This is the Garrison Oscuro Maduro. I love this stick. It's a great stick. Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper. Strong hints of cocoa. One of my all-time favorites. And uh, we'll go right down the line, do introductions, and what are you guys smoking? I've got the uh, Big Sky Bighorn 2.0, and I believe this has a uh, San Andres, almost a Scuro wrapper. And uh, if you didn't know, I'm Scotty, uh, smoking jazz on Instagram and taking a cue from Ken. You can follow me if you like to. You probably should follow him. He's got great stuff. I have the Mad Mofo. We got a, a box of it sitting down right in front. This, this I think, is a, one of those conversation starters because it looks so freaking cool. It's got one of the coolest wrappers. But um, if you need to try one, you can always buy it from us. This is the Super Toro, and it is a, quite a bit of cigar. I'm also and uh, I love I love that he put mofo on there and if you don't know what that is check it out <laughs> urban dictionary urbandictionary.com <laughs> mofo mofo so today we're talking about conversation starters in cigar lounges so if you're new to cigar smoking you've heard it from us before if not you're going to hear it from us all the time we love local cigar lounges brick and mortars where you can go in buy a cigar or a bunch of cigars sit down have a smoke and become a part of the cigar community because it's a great community to be a part of it welcomes all who participate regardless of race religion creed politics income level doesn't matter your profession the cigar lounge is the melting pot of america one of the last melting pots of america so how do you fit in? What, what are your guys' number one tip for a first-time cigar lounge visitor sitting down, having a cigar, and opening a conversation? What are you smoking? What are you smoking? Great conversation starter. Yeah, you can pretty much ask anybody in a cigar lounge what they're smoking, and they'll give you a little something. Uh, it's not too, it's, it's not personal. Well, I mean, it's a little bit personal, but it's not too personal, but anybody's open to that conversation i think most people that go to a cigar lounge on a regular basis have their favorites and they're probably gonna say whether or not hey today i'm smoking warfighter oscuro maduro it's one of my favorites have you ever had one and it gives you then a chance to respond right and yeah that whole what do you think what do you think of that what do you think of what i've got whatever right right absolutely or how do you like it how do you like, like it? it? That was a you great follow-up question. Well, hey, I see you're smoking a Warfighter. How do you like that? I haven't had that brand. Right? Those are great conversation starters. Right. When I was looking for something for my wife to smoke, 
I would pick out any any sort of um, there's not a whole lot of ladies in a lounge, but whenever I would see a lady in a lounge, especially one that looked like a um, a, a, a real seasoned smoker, I would ask her, "Would you do you have any recommendations for someone who's a female who is just starting out? Who you know?" And they'd usually give me probably something she wouldn't like, but um, it was it was uh, it was interesting. It was an interesting little conversation. It is. And there's more and more female cigar smokers in the lounges. You know, we love to see that. Um, it, it, it shows the strength in the community aspect that we talk, that where they're, they can feel comfortable walking into what used to be a primarily male endeavor, where a female by herself will walk in, walk into the humidor, pick out a cigar, and then walk into the lounge and sit down, as a sole female in a lounge full of 10 or 15 or 20 guys by herself. And you know, the neat thing that I found in the, in lounges with women, it's not a hit on place, right? Nobody's there to hit on them. If you're in there smoking a cigar, then we're respecting you because not just because you're a woman, but because you're in there and, you know, smoking a cigar with the rest of us. Right. And it's fantastic. And I love to see more women join in in the community because they have a lot to offer and uh, different opinions. Yep, I agree. I think there's a lot, lot to that. So what's some other questions uh, that a new cigar smoker in a new lounge can can ask? Well, one, one obvious one is if, if you look at someone wearing any sort of sports apparel, um, you can obviously insult their, their team to the, to, the, to the highest degree, and usually that will be a uh, uh, pretty, pretty good conversation starter. And I love doing that because that's just a fun dig. And, and the part of going to a cigar lounge is to have, you know, is, is to have some respite from the outside world, but it's also to have a little bit of fun and just let go. So it's fun to do a little dig on somebody, especially the Cowboys. <laughs> that one is always a favorite around this area. Anyways. Fan favorite. It's so easy to pick on them that and you almost can't resist. Yeah, it, with the big star, yeah, you just can't. You can't help it. Jake, what are your thoughts on the matter? No, no thoughts, Jake? So if you guys haven't noticed, Jake, is uh, his beard's gotten a little out of hand, <laughs> and he's a little shy about it. So, uh, no, seriously, Jake couldn't be with us today. So Delta is uh, filling in for Jake to the Hadbury Bee. Yep, yes. Delta's filling in today, and she's being a good girl. Um that's a great question, right? But it's not really insulting. Um, make sure if you if you do that, right? Make sure it's in jest. Make sure that your comment comes across in jest, because you can actually insult people, and that's not the best way to start off. So make sure that you know uh, when you're you're ribbing somebody, when you're busting their balls or ribbing them or whatever about a football team or. Whatever it is that you're, what maybe it is what they're smoking, right? Who knows? Maybe they're smoking a Gurkha and you want to give them shit about that. But, the, you know, just make sure that it comes across in jest and it will be well received. You can't sit in a cigar lounge and not get your balls busted. Right. And so there's a gentle way to go about it. Like, so right. if I'm, if I see Mike sitting there, I don't see him wearing any sports apparel, but I know that right down here is a little clue. So I can say something like, how much have you lost betting on the Steelers this year? 
Uh, how much, you know, how much do you expect to lose this year betting on the Steelers? That's right. That's a good. That's you know, a good but open. It's, but it's also your facial expression and how you give it to and your tonality. You, tonality and you know it's always you know like I still can't believe Mike follows the Steelers even <laughs> after all this time. Yep. You know. Die hard. Die hard. Die and hard, hey, baby. And don't feel too bad because I'm a Denver Broncos fan. And <laughs> die hard. And, and we we are done. The last few years, and so. Ken's got the really the worst problem when he goes into a cigar lounge because it's primarily male dominated, and his football team is the Manchester United, <laughs> right. and it's never played on actual TV screens in a cigar lounge because soccer's not really a sport. That oh, you know, occasion occasionally you might see them on there. Maybe the yeah. World Cup, you might see the World Cup uh, finals or playoffs or. Whatever we got, we've got one guy in my local lounge that is uh, from the Caribbean, so he's a big soccer fan. So whenever there's a soccer game on, he will put the that game on, and that's what we watch. Yep, you know. But we also give him a what the hell? Why can't they hold the ball? <laughs> All I can say is it's better than cricket, right? I mean, hey, that's a great rebuttal. <laughs> That, sir, is a great rebuttal. I'm not sure it entitles you to your man card back, but it's still a great rebuttal to someone giving you. I'm going to get some sort of completely undeserved reputation for being a big soccer fan when I am just the most occasional soccer fan. But but you're a cricket fan. We know, <laughs> we know you're a cricket fan. Stay big. Stay. And, and you, can, you can watch cricket all day long. And it's and it will probably last two or three days. So you better bring a lot of cigars with you. or <laughs> right. a lot of money. Right, exactly. <laughs> so another great question, and you know, if you want to be the conversation starter, right? And and let's be clear, you don't really have to do or say anything either. You can go buy a cigar from the humidor, purchase it at the register, walk into the lounge area, sit down, and I almost guarantee at some point someone's going to say, hey, how you doing? How's your day going? What are you smoking? What are you watching? Just, you know, they're going to be friendly to you. So if you're that type of person who's totally uncomfortable making the first move, then just sit down and relax. I'm sure someone else will eventually. They're going to welcome you. They're going to fist bump you. Um, I don't know how many times Ken and I have been up at our local lounge, the Burning Leaf, and he and I are just sitting there talking. Somebody will walk in as they walk by. Hey, how are you guys doing? Fist bump us as right in the middle of a conversation. We fist bump them right back and say, good, man, how are you? And, and go right on about their business. If we know them, they jump right into the conversation 90% of the time. If we don't know them, they just keep walking. They go about their business, sit down, have their cigar. Where are you going, Jay? What, Whatever they want to do. But you don't necessarily have to be the conversation starter. But you can be, right? So that's what we're talking about. Some icebreakers for you if you want to be part of the conversation. Right. And you got to be, to some degree, you have to be open to the universe. I mean, you don't know who's going to be. No, 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 no. I know know you want to be over here. I know. Sit down. Sit down, baby. Sit down. Delta, can you sit sit down. down? The people who are listening, the dog is uh, trying to be a lap dog. So um, you don't know who's going to be in in a um, cigar lounge. You can you can find a CEO and you can find a, a, a janitor. You can find a car salesman or whatever. But if you're open to the universe, 
open to having a conversation with different people, you you uh, you increase your chances of, of finding opportunities and things like that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, so asking somebody, hey, what do you do for a living? You can ask them what what they do do for a living, or you can I I. I usually just come and say, hey, my name's Scotty, you know, what's yours? Right. You know, and that is an instant break. Yep. That, that, that'll that do it, too. Hi, I'm Mike. You're not, you're no longer strangers because you've got a name there. Right. That's, Even though I'm terrible with names. I was going to say, that's my next problem is, because I'll do that a lot. Somebody will come up and say, hi, I'm Steve. I'm Mike. How are you? A week later... I'll see the guy in the lounge. Hey, Mike, how are you? And I'm going, hey, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing, buddy? Good to see you again, man. Hey, like Ken, do you remember his name? I don't remember I his name. Just, I just usually just tell him the truth and say, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm terrible with names. Tell me again so that I don't forget. And we'll try it each time so that... <laughs> so that that eventually if it sinks in it'll sink in eventually you'll see them enough if you frequent the lounge enough and it'll it'll click right and there's a there's the church trick too and this is the one i use i use it everywhere and if i don't remember someone's name i just call them brother it's so familiar it sounds like you you want to know them or maybe you're even past acquaintances because you're being called brother but you don't remember their name so that's an easy option and, you know, that works extremely well in the cigar community because in the cigar community, we often refer to ourselves as brothers of the leaf or sisters of the, the leaf. leaf. Right. So calling someone brother in the cigar community is more than accepted. It's appreciated more often than not. Yeah, but you should, you should make the effort to learn people's names because that is... That is a massive, um, people love to hear their name. I mean, even if they don't consciously love it, it's a big deal when you know someone who knows your name. Right. That's, that's a big boost. It is. And that's something that I have to keep working on, too. <laughs> so I tell them that, that I'm working on it. I'm, I'm almost 60, and I'm still working on it, but it'll eventually sink in. Well, there's a, there's a couple of, of books out there that are great books. On how to build relationships, introductions, how to win friends and influence people comes to mind. Um, that talk about specifically how people love to hear their names. So if you can remember their name, once you do remember their name, you definitely want to try to use their name as much as possible. Hey, Chris, great to see you again, brother. Right. Because that, I mean, instantly. If you practice it, if you practice it, it will start to become second nature. And then you're going to see it's going to make a huge difference in your ability to connect with people at the Cigar Lounge or anywhere in life, honestly. I mean, you can go over there. You can come over here. It's a big jump. You sure? You comfortable? Yeah, I don't think she likes that little flap thing moving around. We'll have yeah. To adjust you just this stay portion. right there and be pretty. <laughs> So one, 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 one little helpful, helpful thing with names is if you immediately use that name, someone tells you their name, if you immediately use it and use it 
um, right before you make the, the next statement, it, it kind of locks it into your brain a little we'll bit. Will help lock it in, and that's very I true. I usually do associations. You know, I try to associate something about them, and that usually comes out in conversation. You know, when you when you're talking with somebody and say, "Oh, this this is the guy that has three kids," or right, or, or the really uh, ugly hair, or, or is the <laughs> or is the uh, Steelers fan, right, or right. smokes trash all the time. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh my god! <laughs> that, that guy. That Let, guy. Let's try that to keep our associations there. positive, shall we? <laughs> but the, both of those, both of those little tricks are well known. Uh, sales tactics as well for salespeople that want to build relationships quickly is to use their name quickly as soon as you learn it use their name in a sentence or a statement as you're talking to them and then associate that name with something that associates them with that name whether it's a Steelers fan the cigar there's oh that's a that's Mike the warfighter uh, smoker he loves warfighter every time I see him in here he has a warfighter in his hand on me just to let you know that we're not an all-male, we do have a female here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Delta. Thank you, baby. And she's giving out kisses. Yeah, she loves kisses. Come on, get down. Come on, sit down, baby. So one, another, another uh, sort of easy one is, uh, are you from around here? And that, that gets you into uh, the details of a person, like where, where are they from? You know, if they are from Sit. around here and you're from Sit. around here, then uh, no, no. you you right there. You can talk about Sit. your own experiences locally. Sit. That's that's a pretty easy conversation Sit. to have, and everybody tends to like having it. It's a low effort, low effort conversation, and gets you in there past that sort of acquaintance level into where we all want to go. Generally, is into a friendly level. Friendly level is important. Again, that's why busting balls, keep it casual, keep it light, right? Because you want it definitely to stay at a friendly level as oh, much as possible. Oh, who's coming. Oh, she's going to wander around. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what's, what's another question we can, uh, we can ask as a new cigar smoker that if we want to start a conversation? Is what, you, what do you do for a living? You yeah. know, men, men tend to love to talk about their work. That's very true. That's very true. Do, and, and in follow-up questions, do you like it? Are they hiring? Maybe it's a career you've aspired to be at some point. Yeah. Why right? How'd you get started in that? That's a great, man. People will talk for 20 minutes about how they got started and whatever they, wherever they ended up. Don't ask me that question. I have a very crooked road to how I got where I am today. It'll Male take, stripper. It, it, it mail, <laughs> That, 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 that was one of his better days. <laughs> <laughs> it'll take uh, it'll take me forty five minutes to tell you how I got where I am today. So, but I'll tell you the story if you ask. <laughs> it is just it it really is easy to start a conversation, except for maybe if somebody's working with their headphones on and their computer, then the. Then they usually just give them a fist bump and, and uh, let them do their thing. Yeah, you don't want to interrupt somebody, right? And if they're having a, a, another conversation. Now, keep in mind, if you see two guys or three guys or four guys sitting in a smaller group and they're having a conversation, don't be afraid to sit down next to them and, and to jump right into the conversation. It will be welcome. 
It absolutely will be welcome. I've done that several times. Absolutely. Where I've sat down and guys have been, you know, doing any number of things, whether it's a Bible study or talking about military service or veterans, uh, you know, or their job or their family situation, whatever. You just sit down close by, and if you've got something to interject, by all means, pop right into the middle of the conversation. The next thing you know, you've been having a 20-minute conversation. You might not even know their names yet. But at some point, somebody will reach over, shake your hand, give you a fist bump, and say, hey, I'm Steve, by the way. This is Chris, this is Tony, and this is Eric. And it gives you an opportunity to say, well, hi, guys, my name is Mike. It's nice to meet you all. Yeah, absolutely. And and just talking about cigars or talking about whatever is we're watching sometimes, if yep. there's a television in, um, you know, that can also be a, a good good starter and usually it's if it's it's fun to hit somebody when they're uh watching like an old rerun of something like old westerns we've got a couple guys that like to watch those and they put them on and we <laughs> that's hey hey dude are you, have you are you in a lounge or you or where are you <laughs> absolutely absolutely and there's there's a limitless number of topic man topics right beards motorcycles boating guns hunting fishing there's so many different man topics that are available in a cigar lounge it's it's kind of crazy there's nothing that's off limits with the exception of what's off limits to talk about in a cigar lounge guys well generally uh religion and politics Number two rules. There's a couple of lounges in this area. They'll give you one warning. You're talking about politics. I need you to stop. You're talking about religion. I need you to stop. And if you don't, they're going to ask you to leave. And I actually support that rule. And, you know, and I do too, except that sometimes if you're doing it just asking, you know, hey, like there's a rabbi that comes to one of our lounges and I love to talk to him about his faith and he's open to it and we talk about it you know it's maybe not the same one that I follow but it we talk and we're very good friends generally speaking though religions off the table just like politics generally speaking unless we're unless we're solving all the world's problems <laughs> and, and, and which is and, pretty rare honestly well, I think a few times we've solved all the world's problems between a couple cigars. Well, then you need to put your name on the ticket, buddy, <laughs> because I'll vote for you. Yeah, well, usually by the time we leave, it's <laughs> we realize that we haven't quite got there yet. So th there's a reason for those rules, though, okay? The one thing that you will probably never see in a cigar lounge is a fight you just don't see fights in cigar lounges like you do at bars regardless of the lounge atmosphere even if they sell and serve alcohol or not it is not a bar scene you're not gonna find people fighting in cigar lounges because the clientele there understand that this is a brotherhood this is a sisterhood and the commonality is cigars regardless of the difference of opinions when it comes to anything else Absolutely. but those two topics tend to incite people 
more than anything else. And and I'm just being in jest with that. Because I know. Because in, in all reality, that's not something that... Well, when you go to a cigar lounge, you want to get away from the world oftentimes. Right. So you want to go and, and just be with other people, hang out, enjoy a cigar, enjoy a, a nice you know, respite from all of that crap that you get on the news yep. and you get on the, you know, that's thrown at you out in the world. You can right. go into a lounge, even this lounge right here, our private lounge, and just have a, uh, you know, a good time. And and the energy is positive and you feel that when right. you go in. Right. Absolutely. And that's what you want to preserve, right? Don't be the guy or the girl that goes in there and wants to tell everybody their religion is wrong. And wants to tell everybody their political views are wrong. Because it's going to change the entire atmosphere of the lounge. And yeah, no I, one there will appreciate that. No. No, but you can also ask them, you know, where, you, where, where are you originally from? Yep. You know, um, what's it like there? Especially if it's a, a state that maybe you haven't been to or a country you haven't been to. I love to ask people questions like that and and get all kinds of responses and people love to share. Yeah, they do. People like to talk. People like to hear themselves talk. Let them talk. Don't interrupt. That's another pro tip right there. <laughs> let if someone's talking, let them finish whatever their thought they have and then interject your thoughts. Please don't interrupt them. Just like that. We let like, you finish them. Like but. I'm going to interrupt Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Ken is the exception to the rule. Uh, no. no. That's a whole other podcast is like the, our techniques in terms of uh, keep, keeping a conversation going and keeping it interesting. Um, because people do love to talk about themselves. And if you, if you are interested in, in, in your, your fellow human, uh, then you can keep them talking about themselves. And then let them ask you questions about yourself. But if you are in a conversation and you're just dying to get, get something out, and, and we have friends that way, that you can't even get a statement out before they've, got, they've taken over the conversation and run off into a different direction. Uh, that, that makes it difficult to have a real interaction. So listening is as important as asking questions. Yeah, I love, the, I, I love this old statement, but it's true. We have two ears and one mouth, so definitely take the time to really listen. And people appreciate it Agreed. when you're listening to them. Yep, absolutely. Listening is a skill that you can work on. It's difficult sometimes, especially if you disagree with the other person's commentary in any way, shape, form, or manner. You want to interrupt you're thinking about a response while they're talking. You're not really listening, but it is a skill that you can work on, and it's a very valuable skill. So I encourage everyone to work on that. Yeah. Let, let them talk. Mike, Mike needs to work on that more than anybody else. He's only got half an ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it depends on what side you're talking to, to, to Mike on. I only have do half we, an I was going to say, do we really want to go down the road of uh, hearing deficiencies? Because I'm, I'm more than willing to do that. Yeah, because, you know, I, can't, I, I don't hear worth a damn either. So. <laughs> Out of the three of us, I'm probably the most sound hearing board in the room, and I only have half of a left ear. How do you like them apples? 
So seriously, guys, uh, if you haven't been to a cigar lounge yet, uh, or you've gone to a cigar lounge and you're finding uh, trouble making friends or fitting in, you know, hopefully the show will help you a little bit. Um, find a way to have those conversations, build those relationships, because once you have those relationships, they're there forever. You know, I, absolutely. I took a break from uh, the Burning Leaf for a couple months. We've been busy as heck over here working on the podcast, working on our store online and, and social media and content and all that other stuff that goes with that. And I walked into the Burning Leaf after having not walked in for almost four months. And as soon as I walked in, Mike, how you doing? Good to see you, man. Where you been? And, uh, you know, it, those those relationships are there. They're solid. You can go back as often as you want or as little as you want. And those relationships will be there because those guys are still there and they will remember you. And you'll have an opportunity to meet other people there, too. Yeah, New people. What's cool, too, is is uh, asking about other lounges, you know, when you're uh, <laughs> Delta's getting into something back there, um, you know, or if they don't, or if they're new to the area, you know, what do you think of this lounge? What do you think of that lounge? Or you can recommend a lounge to somebody. Yep. You know, absolutely. Because every lounge has its own unique atmosphere and you can kind of know what you're going to get right especially if you're a a regular in the community um i go to some up in richmond and i'll see people that i haven't seen in years and they'll still remember me from from that absolutely and uh that is the other thing that's really great about it you might not remember their name but they remember your face (laughs) right They'll remember the conversations they've had with you. They'll ask you, how are you doing? What have you been up to? The whole nine yards. Man, it has been a hot minute since I've had this particular Warfighter cigar. Hmm. And it is really, really good. How is it? It's delicious. (laughs) You know, it's it's probably been six months since I've had the Oscuro Maduro. That's that's Jester, right? No, no, this is the Warfighter. Oh, that's the uh, Warfighter. Yeah. Yes, this yes. Is, this is we the Garrison Oscuro Maduro. We have, uh, which one did we have out there? The Viva La Vida? We, we have, have the, the Viva La Vida Jester. No, the Viva La Vida. The regular, yeah. And the Caldwell Mad Mofo, Long that's Live the King. Which is, a, both of those are such great cigars. Yeah, they are really, really two of our top picks in our humidor, for sure. And I always like to tell people, Get your cigars from your local brick and mortar if you can, but if you can't, and or you're someplace where they just don't have it or won't carry it, hey, Toro Cigars definitely has it, and that's where online comes in. Or yep. if, you know, and herfing online too is another another way, and just having great conversations there as well. Absolutely, we we love herfs. I, I herf at least three to four times a week with online cigar clubs i'm members of or in leadership in uh ken is herfed scotty is herfed all the time you should uh, probably explain what that is for people who don't involve themselves in it so the herfs really became popular uh they kind of exploded on the scene uh when covid hit and all of the lounges shut down and all of these groups of friends that had built these lifelong relationships in these lounges Missed sitting around smoking a cigar. They were fine smoking a cigar at home 
on their back porch or in their smoke room or wherever they smoked. Um, but they missed the camaraderie of being in a lounge. And all of a sudden, uh, herfing became a thing, right? And, you know, herf doesn't stand for anything in particular other than having a cigar on a video call with another group of people. And it can be Zoom. Discord really kind of exploded for the cigar scene and the cigar clubs at the beginning of um, COVID. COVID. Because Discord was primarily a, a gaming community tool, uh, but very fast became a go-to place for all the cigar clubs where they can girl. send text messages, video messages, images, and jump in a video call with their favorite cigar smokers from across the country and sit down and have a cigar and a conversation with like-minded individuals. Right, and you can... You can uh, for for new cigar smokers, it's a good thing to seek out with the with the clubs and whatnot to be a part of that because you can participate as much as you want. You can learn a bunch. You don't have to, you know, you can be on the call and not really uh, say a whole lot, but you can learn a whole lot. I know I have. I've learned quite oh. a bit from just sitting there watching and listening. Yeah. I'll tell you that uh, the learning curve is greatly shortened when you smoke with more people. The more people you smoke with, your learning curve in... Uh, premium tobacco will will greatly shorten. Some people spend a lifetime gathering the knowledge that they have about smoking cigars because they do it individually. They do it on their own. You know, they might be one of those guys that comes into a cigar shop or a lounge, buys a box or two of cigars, takes them home, never smokes in the group in the lounge, never smokes online. They just have their individual cigar. They might have a couple buddies that come over, but that's about the extent of it. And they're just not being exposed to all this other experience. And the one thing that I took away from uh, Cigar Clubs Online and herfing very early on was try more cigars. Because I had my favorites at one point, and then I started herfing, and I got exposed to this whole new world of boutique cigars. Smaller companies that are making some phenomenal economical cigars that... Hold a candle to a twenty or thirty dollar cigar that some of these other companies oh, are making. Absolutely, for right? half the price. Yeah, for for, for half le- the less than half the price in some cases, right? A third of the price. So, again, it's an opportunity, right? And if you're interested or curious, just go to Instagram and search Cigar Club, um, and and then hashtag, and you can see what the other some of the clubs are doing out there, and you can. You know, if, if you like what you see on Instagram, you can send them a note and say, how do you join? It's really that simple. They'll give you the process, and every club is different, and what the requirements are to join, what the requirements are to maintain membership in the club. But you have an opportunity to earn these cool little patches 90% of the time, if not more, patches, challenge coins, stickers, you name it. So if you're into that, it's a great place to be. Absolutely. Right. Well, I think that's going to about wrap it up for this episode, guys. Yeah, that was a lot of info. Did we miss any points we need to make? No. no other than Delta wants to say hi. <laughs> Jake? Well, Jake said she's, hi. she's taking uh, Jake's place. So. <laughs> I think she's prettier than Jake. <laughs> I think everybody would agree with that. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned something. We hope we gave you something that you can take away if you're a new cigar smoker. And even if you're not a new cigar smoker, 
If you've never been to a lounge or you don't have a regular lounge locally, we highly encourage you. Go visit it. Make some friends. They're going to become lifelong friends before you know it. And, and, you know, I can tell you, these three guys and Jake, uh, Jake and Scotty, I both met in a cigar lounge, and they are lifelong friends. Ken, he was a lifelong friend before that, so he doesn't count. But Jake and Scotty are definitely in there, and they're my proof that lifelong friendships can happen in a cigar lounge. So get out there, visit your local brick and mortar, visit your local cigar lounge, support them, and get to know the community. Yeah. We'll see you. Have a good one, guys.